No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world, and today we're in here with a very anticipated interview. And Hale, how you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing? Excellent. Starting the day off, Put you know. Put seat down. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm doing good, man. How you living? I'm good, man. Same shit. Another day, get into it. Yeah, definitely. Um, for those who don't know much about you, uh, you've been in the news a little bit lately. You're Nate Dogg's son. You got your own burgeoning music career, doing some pretty good numbers and everything out there. So uh, definitely a lot for us to dig into here, right? Yeah, for sure, man. Hundred percent. I want to catch up with you for a minute. I'm glad I got a chance to. For sure. Always helps when there's a little bit of fuck shit to. Yeah, usher you know, in the interview. You know how this shit go, man. <laughs> Definitely. So, okay, you're from uh, Long Beach, Lakewood area? Yeah, for sure that. Right on the money. Okay. So, tell us a little bit about where you grew up and what it was like. Yeah, man. Uh, mainly like the Lakewood, Long Beach area, like you said. But uh, I grew up with grandmoms and moms on okay. the weekdays. And I went with pops on the weekends. So, I like to tell the homies, like, I'm like indoor, outdoor basketball. You feel me? Because <laughs> I'm with... I'm with Pops on the weekends, but I'm back to, like, the normal life Monday through Friday. Right. That's interesting because I talk to a lot of uh, children of rappers and celebrities who end up kind of having that experience. Like, even one of T.I.'s kids, when I was talking to him, he's, like, with his dad sometimes and yeah. living the high life, fucking fancy-ass shit and everything. And then sometimes he'd be with his mom and it would be completely different, you know, back Man. to a normal person. I'm telling you, with... With moms and grandmas, they from Louisiana, so mm. the way we was living, it was, you couldn't even imagine, like, it was a lot of us in one crib, you feel me? Sometimes I was sleeping on, like, a mattress on the floor with my auntie in one room, you feel me? So it was it was tough like that sometimes. Right, definitely. What uh, what high school did you go to? Uh, At first I went to Lakewood, and then I transferred over to St. John Bosco. Okay. Because I, I played football, I was like that, so that's where it was at at the time. So that was most of your focus throughout uh, high school and all that kind of stuff? Football sort of took took your focus? Uh, Yeah, and I was fucking a lot of bitches, so St. John Bosco was all dudes, so that shit was, yeah, I, I had to lock in on the football for sure. Right. But it brought me more bitches, though. It was crazy. Like, I got more hoes off that. Really? Yeah, for sure. Damn. They thought, like, oh, being that you and they were all dudes, you you... You ain't got no bitches, so. What do you think it was that made you so good at getting bitches? Um, shit, I think it's they know I play football. Because mm. I don't think bitches really knew nothing about, like, my pops or nothing. Maybe, like, bitches thought they would get something out of that. I don't know. Right. It was real. And I was real slick at the mouth. That's interesting, though, because did you feel like you being Nate Duck's son was, like, a big deal to most of the kids you are in high school with? Or was he kind of, like, No, nah, you couldn't tell me that. You couldn't say nothing about that. I was the nigga on the football field. Right. That's what we talking about. And I still, that, that's what really moved the bitch, because she was more so, like, at the games, whatever the case. Like, she would see, like, what's going on, what's cracking. Like, that's what got her. So the kids didn't really, like, care about your father's shit as much? Nah, and if you a reporter or something asked me in an interview, I'm like, man, did you see what I just did out there? Right. Even more so that, you feel me? But... Cause for in the me, day, it is what it is. You feel me? I'm a little older, so to me, Nate Dogg, huge legend. Yeah, like, for sure. Hook on some of the biggest songs of all time. Yeah, even we're from, not gonna disregard that. Yeah, at all. yeah. But for sure. but I sometimes wonder that with the younger generation, like, do they even know who fucking Dr. Dre is? Yeah, I for mean, sure. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I think my generation was like, like we the ones who started that. Like it started with me, and then like lower, cause I'm a '96 baby. So like we didn't, we knew, but we didn't know. You know, like we like a hybrid of both, and mm. that's kind of where my music stand at too. Like it, it hit the the kids, and it also hit the parents. Right. 
so Lakewood in general, though, how would you describe it for people? Because I used to spend a lot of time there, and it always seemed pretty nice. But then sometimes <laughs> I'm talking to people, and they tell me about shit that goes down there. I'm, I'm going to be stories real. I'm glad you yeah, hit I'm, up over there. Yeah, not to cut you off, but yeah. it's different parts of Lakewood. So if you're talking like the east side of part of Lakewood, it's a lot of like, um, it's like old school. Like back in the day, like do your real research. It's Mexican and black, like beef over there, big. Um, the new shit that you've seen that you're probably speaking on, you know, um, that's just clout niggas that got caught up in shit and new niggas that's clout chasing. But as far as, like, what's really going on on the east side of Lakewood, it's still, like, uh, black and brown, like, issues over there. And that's the shit that I, I'm, you know, working to change and fix because we pass all that shit, man. Like, we really getting money, you know, closing deals, shit like that. Right, definitely. What was uh, your mom and your dad's relationship? Like, were they together when you were a kid and then they break up at a certain point? For sure, that, yeah. At what age? Um, I'd say, like, six, seven, but she, like, never, she was always, like, the one to call. You feel me? Like, something happened or this nigga just needed a, a nice home-cooked meal. He'll call my mama up and shit, you feel me? Mm. I'd probably already be there, whatever the case may be, and she'd come and we'd spend, like, good quality time over there and he'd get back to business. Did he have a bunch of other kids as well? Um, nah, he had, we had like, I had a brother and two sisters at the time, so it was like four of us. Right. So, how would you describe him as a dad? Uh, man, like. It's tough to man, juggle being to give, a yeah. big rapper and yeah, a dad, but, um, you know. It, it was great, like, he used to, we, we used to go like bowling every Friday and shit, he'd give me like, it, it was a little club in a bowling alley, he'd give me and my brother like 500 to go play video games and shit in wow. the, in the that's in a arcade, lot. yeah. As, <laughs> Especially at that time. So look, he gave me five hundred and shit, right? But if I if I spend the five and go ask him for more, he gonna give me some more. So I it took me like a year to realize like why don't I start saving this shit? So I, I, I get the five, go play like two games, and I just chill or whatever, just kick back and go back. Pops, I ran out, give me some more. I didn't got more money. Now I'm going to school with a rack, two racks in like the sixth, wow. seventh grade. You feel me? That's smart. Yeah. I would be going to the arcade with my parents. They would probably hit me with like a nice ten. Maybe a 20. You? To play games with? You? Yeah. Where are you from? N New Hampshire. Oh. But uh, I assume the... I the, thought you... I, I assume yeah. the arcade cost the same amount. Yeah, but... No, I ain't from I out thought, here. I, I'm just, I thought you came... thought you had it like that. At least a hundred piece. Nah. But even if my parents had money, they were very much into like, you're going to be happy with what you got. Like, they're not it, trying it, to spoil me, even if they really yeah. had it, you know, but they really didn't have it. <laughs> it. It was more so like, here, take this, let me go handle my business in this club, and, mm. you know, but I'm I, I'm on some shit, like, let me take this and take it to school and show the homies, like, I got this bread. That's smart. Yeah. So what'd you start doing with that bread? Did you just start flexing, or were you trying to re-up re mm. and reinvest? I don't even remember that part. What did I do? Shit. I don't even remember. I think I, I think I had started smoking weed at that point. That'll do it. But that ain't why though. <laughs> mm. But it was perfect timing. Right. Um, so do you remember a time when you realized like, oh shit, my dad's important? Because I always wonder, you know, you see him taking photos with people in public. Maybe at a certain point you realize like, damn, he got jewelry and cash and a lot of other kids' dads don't have this kind of shit. I think it was when like we went to places like Knott's Berry Farm. Mm. And we like getting in front of the lines and shit. And I'm like, how the fuck we doing this? I'm like, oh shit, my pops, you know? Mm. He had to like, as I'm getting older, it's like, oh, we going to the mall and shit, motherfuckers wanting pictures, woo woo. And then it's like, my mom's would tell me sometimes, like, oh, you know, woo woo, or it could have come on the radio, like when I'm a kid, like, oh, this your pops, you know? Mm. Shit like that. 
And that trip you out? Like, I'm listening to my fucking dad on the yeah, radio? I this morning. Right. On the radio, I'm like, it just made me feel good, like, especially with the energy that's out there. Like, yeah, nigga. Because there's a lot of Nate Dogg songs that we'll still be hearing on the radio in 50 years. Fuck right now, you know? Like, yeah. He's, there's, he's got classics that are like the anthems of California. I didn't even think about it like that. That shit crazy. For real, yeah. That shit, that's a blessing for nigga, mm. my, my kids and the grandkids and the, the legacy, you know? Facts. Um, yeah, but okay, so you you start smoking weed in high school? You can smoke weed too right now, by the way. <laughs> no, I started smoking weed in like middle school, like sixth grade. I used to steal weed from my mama. Oh, really? Yeah. She had a lot of weed or a little bit? My mama was a plug. Right. My mama was a plug in the neighborhood. I don't mean to like, you know, shit. She was a plug, her and her dude. Right. And uh, me and the homie, we used to we used to go to parties and shit on the weekends. And we used to, I used to know where the stash was at. So I'd go dip and dab in the stash. And you never thought about just buying it off her and selling it? Yeah, my mama wasn't about to sell me that <laughs> weed. <laughs> She'd be like, boy, you crazy. Right. But were you, uh, were you tempted to like get in the streets when you were young or were you more focused on the football shit? Like, were you, were you out there? Were you, were you trying to click up and all that? It's more so like both. I was, uh, like, I got kicked out of like most of the schools after, like, in college, I got kicked out of all that shit. But I, I was like, I always had like one foot in the streets, but not gangbanging streets, more so just like hustler shit. Uh-huh. Like, I was, I, I'm a hustler. I've always been a hustler, you feel me? So, as far as just, um, street life and would have come with it that's that was just my role in the streets you know i was my point was a hustler but you didn't feel like pressure that you had to choose a side nah i needed money though like we like i didn't have it like that so me being a hustler is the reason i had to be in the streets you feel mm-hmm. me your dad warned you about shit in the streets and he warned you about gangs and drug dealing and all this kind of stuff do you remember those like specific conversations um more so but like he told that a lot to my brother because my brother was the one that was doing it because he passed away like when i was 15 so he didn't really even get to he didn't really know i was doing a lot of the shit that i was doing okay um so he was on my brother a lot so i kind of seen how he was on him and i could imagine how he would be on me with certain shit, you know right makes sense so okay you you decided to go to college because the football shit is going so well yeah Where, uh, where'd you end up going University of Washington. Okay. And what was it like uh, leaving the L.A. area? For, was that the first time you really, like, lived somewhere besides L.A.? Yeah, for sure. It was It was a good experience. Um, new shit. A um, lot of bitches. <laughs> yeah? A lot of bitches. Do you think you got a higher sex drive than most guys? I got a girl, so I don't want <laughs> to talk like that, but... Right. Oh, uh, it's there. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's some guys who have an option to fuck a million chicks and they, like, don't go for it. And then there's some guys who have that opportunity and they just seize the opportunity. I think I had my uh, my fair share in the game mm. to where, like, I could kick back and a little homie or something. I had a bitches I could be like, yeah, I can remember when the time was like that, you know? Mm. That's dope. You just slut them out? Or were you, like, using oh, their yeah. cars and shit, too? Yeah, see... <laughs> Now this nigga, now you talking, hey, hey, Adam, now you talking my language. Now look, can I, t- can I tell you uh, uh, how, like, my- Some people use all parts of the buffalo. Now like look. the Native Americans, you know? We're going to use every last part. We're going to use your credit score. You That's going to hell. You might not like this one, but look, <laughs> being that I was in Washington, it was a lot of white bitches, right? Oh. So look, I had, I had a thing like- Got to finesse a snowflake, so yo. You, so, you, 
did I slut them out? Is that a real question? I treated them bitches like slaves. I thought back to slavery. Damn. When I had that was your bitches. inspiration. You hear me? I'm for real. Damn. <laughs> you hear me? You They're hear feeling me, this nigga? one. <laughs> we need another camera on the couch. <laughs> hey, and no offense to you. Yeah. But I'm just saying. I don't give a fuck. It's all good, man. <laughs> um, damn, but so it was like a whole new world out there because you got all this street smarts that's like stored up in your brain from coming up in this crazy, treacherous ass area. And then all of a sudden you're around a bunch of marks who don't know what's going on. Come on, my nigga. I'm like, yeah, this is the life. We're living it up. Right. I got kicked out, though. How long did that take? For me to get kicked out? Yeah. I had a good year run. It was lit. And you just started making a bunch of money selling weed. And was that the thing that took you out? <sighs> Uh, I wasn't really trapping like that. That's that, but that that that's probably what somebody would have thought. But nah, it it was because I was smoking the shit. Mm. You feel me? So you know, it's a good system over there. So I I came in. I got I got shot the day before I graduated high school. The barbershop incident. There you go. Which so uh, I, it was it was for the record. It was totally random. You're just sitting in the barbershop and the shit gets sprayed nah, up. So I, I I hung out with a lot of. At that time, I was hanging out with a lot of Cedar Blocks. Okay. So my uh my barber from Cedar Block, RP the G man. I got I got a tab on me somewhere, but yeah, RP the G man. Um, so yeah, I was hanging out a lot of Cedar Blocks and um that was their barber shop. And aside from that, street shit, you know, just um you could say wrong place, wrong time because it was a barber shop, but I knew what I, I knew what I was getting into. Mm-hmm. My mama told me not to go to the barber shop that day. So that barber shop or the barber shop in general? Nah, that one. I used to just hang out up there. Mm. It wasn't like I was there to get a haircut. Right. I used to hang out up there. Like that's that's where we was chilling at. Mm-hmm. I'd be my with my barber like every day to be me and him. Right. You feel me? Being I outside just, that I much. I was a little homie. You kind of nah, asking I, for I, it, I, huh? I was inside. Nah, oh. I was inside. I, right. Yeah, but you know, it's still like smarter than that. In a retail shop like that, where you're kind of yeah, accessible I mean, to people. It's more so niggas just knew where somebody was at and 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 who and who shop it was and. Everything that come with that, and right. well, we don't care, you know? And so this is right before you went off to college? Yeah, like a week before. Right. But how long were you in the hospital from that? How bad was it? Like two days. Okay. I bounced right out. Went to went to college. I had to uh, put a little sleeve on my arm when I was out there running laps and shit and tackling niggas. Feel a little stinger when I tackle niggas, but that was about it. Were you telling all the girls and shit? Like, hey, I just got shot a couple weeks nah, ago. hell no. Nigga. <laughs> I, I would have. I took that one. Get some sympathy points. Nah, I took that one. They're gonna think you're crazy. None of them been shot. <laughs> or even shot out. Of, <laughs> you stupid. Um, all right, but so you're having a good old time, but you're smoking. Were you, were you just being real flagrant with smoking weed? Because you can't smoke when you're on a football team, right? Yeah, but at that time, at least it was more so like nigga, I had a, I had, a, I had a weed problem. You're smoking that much. Like nigga, I used to. My pops used to tell me to go get the grinder. Used to have to have to plug up and shit. So like nigga. I used to just see weed a lot, so once I mm. tried it, it was like, oh. And then I, I turned the weed like at a time where like I needed something to like, you know, I just you know, nigga, one go turn nothing else. So when I lit the blunt up, it was like, okay, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think about that all the time. That if, if my kid actually saw how many of my friends are smoking weed around me all the time, not to mention me, it would be, you know, it's just it seems so normal. And especially like the environment you're growing up in where it's this is California, people smoke weed just sitting outside their house, yeah. nothing. You know, especially the fucking crowd and eight dollars running around. I'm sure you barely even thought that this was a problem, right? And what's crazy is they used to like they used to drug test in high school. Oh wow. So nigga, I've been ducking and dodging the system for weed since a young boy. 
So it was like, nigga. But yeah, I hear you. That, that didn't stop shit, though. You see. Damn. This lighter is bullshit, y'all. Y'all got a better one. <laughs> right here. You, uh, damn, so how are you pass, passing the test? Do you have to go cop some baby pee or something? Nah, you know. The, That's you what know, I heard the know, move was. You know, we in LA, so the little smoke shops, they got the little fake piss and shit. So, oh. you know, they got to warm that up. You can just put that next. I got one. He gave me one. You can just put that next to your ball somewhere, and it'll, it'll heat up, and you can you in the game. They weren't super serious about it, because I heard sometimes they make they they have yeah they have to watch you pee to make sure that you're not doing that. See, so we you, you hold about, it right under your shit. Yes, yeah, so look, we talking mm-hmm. about high school, but when I got to Washington, that's when it was ball, play ball, you know. So, nigga, at first I was getting by with the fake piss. Then they brought the nigga from the Seahawks in, and mm-hmm. you know the NFL they're not playing that shit. They got a nigga that's. They got to see it come out of your shit, and they got to see it go into the cup. Crazy. So, nigga, it was, damn. I mean, it makes sense for steroids and shit, but, God, doing all that just for some weed is crazy. Yeah, I didn't try to finesse that system so many times. Right. That's when I knew, like, yeah, you got a problem, nigga. <laughs> and so you could have just quit smoking, or you just weren't? It was more important to you than football? Or you, you thought you could get away with doing both? I mean, like, nigga, I had a problem. Right. I couldn't stop. You feel me? So, and then like as I'm getting older, nigga, I'm nigga smoke weed every day. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, what, what was he doing that for? You feel like you have a healthy relationship with weed though, because some people I feel like at a certain point it kind of becomes habitual and it's maybe not healthy. Yeah, it's very healthy because I own a, a company now, a, a cannabis company. So I feel like I turned all that negative into a positive. Right. You feel me? So um, as long as that can continue, then it's real positive for me. Right. So were you making music already when you were in college? Yeah, I had, to, I had the studio set up in my dorm. Oh, okay. Nice. The homies was banging my shit, you know, but it wasn't like, I wasn't like putting it out or nothing. It was just more so like, they know we got the studio in my dorm and we in there cooking. Right. And were you rapping at first or how did you kind of develop your sound? It was like both. More so rapping. I got uh, one of the homies is in here that I really started with too. So we, we was like rapping. Uh huh. Now that I think about it, yeah, we was rapping. Right. And so then, but okay, you you get kicked out of college. Then what do you do? You go back to LA. Mm-hmm. And I check into uh, JC Santa Monica. What's that? Santa Monica College. Oh, okay. And I started, you know, trapping over there and playing football. And they weren't drug testing over there. Nah, they ain't doing none of that over there. They can't afford that shit. That shit costs a lot of money. That's what I would think. Yeah, they can't do that there. Right. So I was still smoking, but coincidentally, one of the coaches, he uh he left Washington. He went to another D1 in Montana. And nigga, that's when he came and picked me up from Santa Monica, and I went to Montana. Really? So you were nice like that, that he like got a new job, and he was like, I got to get that motherfucker back. Yeah. Damn. That's we went, tight. Went with him over there, and... I don't know what I was doing in Montana. Yeah, how was that? Awful. I felt like, nigga, it was like 20 black people out there. <laughs> yeah. And I was one. Right. I'm like, nigga, my uncle came out there one time. He like, nigga. He from the east side of Long Beach. He like, nigga, what the fuck is this? Did it feel like they were directly racist towards you or more just people didn't really try to talk to you? Or? Nah, I was just like... What the fuck am I doing here? They weren't <laughs> right. racist. It was because they, 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 they don't got no NFL team. Mm. So the college team is like what they love. Okay. So if they see somebody black, they know you got to play football. Right. You must play football. 
So it was more so like that, but I got in trouble. So, nigga, after that, they was like, oh, get this dude out of here. Right. You see what I mean? So you got caught again in Montana? The weed shit again? Nah. Some other shit. What were you doing? I helped one of the homies. He was moving some shit. Uh-huh. Somebody from out here? You're like, come to Montana. These kids got money. They need <laughs> <Nah>. Percocets. <laughs> what, what's going on? Nah, it was more so like one of the homies, he needed somewhere to stay at. And mm. He came out and crashed on my couch. And he needed some extra dough. So I told him, nigga, come through. And we got caught up with a little, you know. Oh, you were flu flaming? I mean, you could read about it. Oh, really? It's out there? You had to run up on somebody's shit? Uh, no. <laughs> I hear you, though. Okay. I'll do my Googles later. But, um, <clears throat> so, okay, you leave Montana? Oh, uh, yeah, let me jump into that for you, man, because I had to think about it because the case is over with. Um, okay. So, yeah, when I had one of the homies, well, it's a nigga that came to Montana with me from Washington. Okay. He was, like, my high school, like, homie. So, um... He had a boy that asked him if he could, that he had a case pending in Montana and he had to come stay out there. And at the time, nigga, he lived with me. So basically he asked for another nigga to come live with me with him. I'm like, yeah, come on, whatever, whatever. Long story short, the nigga, the nigga came with some, you know, whatever he came with and he needed help getting that shit off. Right. And I'm like, all right, cool, nigga, I'll help you. I'll ask maybe a few little people that I'm, you know, that I know. So I asked a little bitch that I was fucking with, and mind you, this bitch is from Montana, and she had a case pending, like a drug case. So I asked her about it, where whatever, and she ended up setting some shit up to where she got the homie to buy some shit from us, not me directly, but from him, and it tied back to me because she met him through me or whatever. And wow. long story short, nigga, she was an informant and killed the whole operation. Holy fuck. So how much trouble did your homies end up getting? Oh, uh, well, what you mean? Well, one of them niggas got the safety. I got another homie. I don't know. He probably on the run or something still. You got time or no? Yeah, like 30, like 30 days, I said. 30 days in Montana or out here? Yeah, in Montana. Wow, what, the, what was that like? That shit was weak as hell. <laughs> weak. Really? You can't even imagine. That shit was terrible. Have you been in jail like L.A. County? Nah. So you can't compare it? Nah. I, I bet it was I very, very different. I've been in jail here, but it was L.A. County. Right. Probably a very different vibe out there in Montana. Yeah, for sure. Whole other shit going on. You didn't make any friends out there, or was there anybody cool? In jail? Nah. I wasn't talking to no nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's, what, like, I don't even know... What really happened at the time? Cause how I got caught up was the bitch asked me to buy zip, and she never asked me to buy zip in her life. She never asked me to buy no weed in her life. So when she asked to buy the zip, I'm like, okay, whatever. Mm. And nigga, I took a nap and woke up to the feds at the door. What? You feel me? So I'm like, oh shit. So as I'm in jail and I ain't had no court day yet, I don't, I don't even know why I'm in here at the time. Right. You feel me? Damn, that's crazy. Let me get that. Too. Sorry, just for the photo. That's no, good. It's good. Um. Okay. So, what do you do after you do that thirty <sighs> days? 
Um, should I come back to Cali? Right. How'd you? Because uh, at that point, all that shit out there in Montana over with. Right. So I came back to Cali. You're like, let's just get back to normal. Fuck being in these random ass states. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, when you, what did you end up doing out here? Um, I started making music. You just got more focused on that. Yeah. How'd you go about getting more serious with that? You just started shooting videos. With music. Um. Really putting yourself out there. It more so came to a point where I'm like, shit, this is all I got left. You feel me? Like, or and it's like, it's, this is what I know. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I'm like, why not just start making the music? Right. How involved was your dad in your music shit in the beginning? Like, did you reach not out to him about it? Or? Nah, hell no. Nah. Only thing he was involved with, he put me in the studio like one time. He was like, he just told me how to use my voice one time. And I could always like remember that one moment. You feel me? Type shit. Right. But it wasn't like he wasn't here to see me make music, to start making music, nothing. Cause he did he pa- pass like before you really got going? Mm. He passed away in high school, and I was still pushing the football shit to oh, in college. Okay. You feel me? Right. So yeah. when you come back, like how how do you proceed in trying to make your shit bigger, get really get your shit going? Did you have management at that time, or are you doing everything yourself? Uh, at the time I didn't have management. Nah, we do now. Shout out to Switch, but. At the time, I didn't have it, and uh, it was just more so like, I know this shit hot, and I'm not, it's more so like, let's just get this shit out there. Mm. And then we gonna, we gonna lock in on the business, like, later down the road. Right. So, um, when you first came out, like, what, what do you feel like the reaction was? Like, when, when did first people start to see your shit? Like, you had like a world star premiere? Or? Yeah, uh, I, I, I just tapped in with them too. Shout out to world star, because they gave me some real love on that. But my first, my second video, that was my second one. Right. So my first one I, I put on my page, and the second one was on Worldstar. But um, it was cool. At first, it was like, it didn't, it's not like, oh, it's Nate Dogg's son. This shit crazy. We're mm-hmm. going to like, you feel me? As you can see, like, we not foot all the way in the door, but we got a foot in this motherfucker. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's a weird situation because it's not like people are going to just a, like want to like some people might want to fuck with you but i feel like the standard the pressure on you is probably way more mm-hmm. than if you were just a random artist who didn't have that yeah for sure attached to their but name. I, I think when you dive into it and you really um you get to know me as an artist it, it's it's something to fuck with and then it, when you realize where i'm at you can be like okay let me let me see like like it's potential there you know mm-hmm. and then that's where the odds come in at and where the weight come in at and you would just want to follow me and see how that turns out but you must have some <coughs> tricky decisions to make like on the world star video when it says nate dog's son in the title of it like yeah i ain't tell them to do that but of course that's how they got to play it right you know just like this video it got to be like that how we gonna how they gonna click on it <laughs> you know <laughs> but that's a weird line for you to tread because you don't want to be too relying but, on that and yeah, then you also it's not like when you come to my shit and you know? say it say Nate Dog anywhere. Whoop, whoop, it's in hell. Right. And then when you when you dive into the in hell part of it, you'll be like, oh, that's fire. Right. You know. So that's what I'm saying. It, you, that's not what's being sold. But that's how you that's how you came across me. Then that's you never thought is. about being like Lil Nate Dog. That's my brother. Shout out to Lil Nate. Oh, okay. Cause like using it in the name, you know, they got like Lil Easy E and shit. Yeah. See, so the difference between uh, me, I don't know. Like that's not me. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Like I, like in some songs I tell you I'm Baby Nate, but like 
it's the inhale show here and mm. it's more it's more to inhale you feel me and that's kind of what we diving in now and it's the perfect time for that and that's where we at how'd you get the name um i smoke a lot of weed i figured but <laughs> my name my name nigel hell okay my pop's name is nathaniel hell <clears throat> so if you put it all together it's to play on that that's smart i like it um okay so how'd you link up with doggy style where did that come from shit let me think that nigga hard by the way but um shit I, I think that's just what it was i know he was hard and i seen the shit that we had and i'm like we need to put this shit together right and now it just went like that you just figured stylistically it would make sense yeah for sure i, I think the people would have would have wanted it and they they did they ate it up right who else have you worked with in terms of collaborations um, a lot and of shit? people um shit the baby stones right um who um we can go big names too like corrupt shit um i don't know so it's a, i work with a lot of people I mean, like your dad was really. He's no more than more than me. I, I work with a lot of people. Like it go, it go deep into like trade the truth. Mm. You feel me? Like um, a lot of people. Your dad was known as like the hook god. Could you see yourself going in the, that direction? Like if you kind of became known as like a guy who was doing hooks for a lot of people. Um, seeing where music is at, I would I would love you know for that to be a thing, but it, it's almost like real music is is dying. So. I'm making full records right now. Like, mm -hmm. so when you hear my shit, it's, it's the hook in there, but we also got melodies. We got the, you know, some verses we gonna throw in there. It's, right. it's, it's, it's a complete, you know, it's a complete feel. Do you not love the current state of hip hop where it feels like all the street shit I is feel like, winning? I mean, that's perfect. Right. But I'm, I, as far as the West Coast, I feel like our sound is like all over the place. Mm. Like after, um, we had we had dudes like Draco that had the new sound and and it was dope. But I feel like his dudes after him it's it's all his sons. Mm. You feel me? So and that's kind of where we at. <clears throat> wow, truth to that, you know. Mm. That's just how I feel. Right. Cause I'm in, in the day. Uh, this is my generation, and when I was in college and shit, I was banging niggas like Draco and shit. And, mm -hmm. You know. So I think as far as you know my generation it ain't nobody coming up that's original or on no other shit right i feel you okay so how did this whole altercation with almighty suspects start to unfold um how do you even know him in the first place i don't know him okay i don't know he he's a i don't really know who he is but um i was having a good business meeting with my partners over at the cure company to uh you this uh inhale shout out to myself and my pops for the name the inhale cannabis we got mm. so i was meeting with them um to continue this business we got the nate dog og coming up gonna be the most fire out there but um mm. yeah i was meeting with them and um yeah i guess buddy seen me meeting with them and thought this is the time to chase clout so what he did um i don't know what he did because I, I took a tour with them so when I went up in there, the owner met me at the door, and I was taking a tour with them. So you're taking a tour of the premises. Yeah. So I'm seeing it. So if you and if you had followed me at the time, you would see all of my story. I'm looking at weed and shit because they showing me which grow, 
is going to be mine or they showing me which can be mine and which one I can pick from. Right. So I'm smelling the weed and, you know, seeing which one I'm going to go with. And so you really didn't know him at all, but he he decided he wanted to try to use this as an opportunity, you're saying? Yeah, straight up. I don't know this man. Are you, you associated know, you know, with anyone that he's supposed to have problems with? Was it one of these kind of things? Nah, me and my niggas is nah. We got we got other problems. Right. And so then, what? How do we get to the the moment that was captured on video that went so, viral? So one of one of my niggas, he told me that he seen he 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 seen a little interview where the nigga said that um I was that I waited on him or something. But like I just told you. Uh, <clears throat> I did the um, tour, and when I walked outside the door, that's when a nigga bounced out, you know, with his homies. And mm -hmm. I was solo in there, which is unlikely of me. So when I walked outside the door with the owner, the owner, like, he, like, he seen him bounce out, and he, he like, yo, let's come back in here, bro. Like, you know, let's not do this right here, whatever. So if you watch the video again, it's a, um, it's a dude to my left, a Mexican dude to my left who... He turned around and go inside. That's one of the owners. He had just finished showing me to grow. Mm -hmm. So when he turned around, he like, yo, let's just come back inside. Let's come back inside. And he bounced out with the three niggas. And I'm I'm looking. At the, I ain't even see him yet. I'm looking at the first nigga. And then the second nigga coming around the car. And then he bounced out from the back. He come the other way. But I'm looking at the first two niggas because they fake clutching. Mm -hmm. And they got black hoodies on, you know, fake clutching. And when he come out, he like, whatever, whatever. Then, then he take his hood off, whatever, whatever. He says something. And I'm mid sentence he snuck me i'm like okay i square up and then that's when he jumped back behind his boy who fake clutching in and then when i figure out all them niggas ain't got nothing i'm like oh you with your homies and you you feel me i'm like because the cop comes one. out like right away right that's is that cop or a security guard that, that's a security guard okay and that's a security guard of the premises I figured, like, like yeah. i just told you that we 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 have in the business mean that and the owner went back in there he's not about to have us outside looking like we hoodlums but aside from that I told I, I've been chasing down a fair one. I, I told him, and I'm glad that we here. I, I told him I get give him a fair one, and you can tell him we can set it up tonight. at him. I got a fifty piece right here for him. Oh what? And if we can count it, them is all blues. Them is all blues. I got a fifty piece. If you want a fair one, we can set it up. However you want to do it, Adam. Right. I'm about business. I'm probably just gonna not get involved in this one, but why not? For sure, <laughs> you know. I'm about business. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you can't, I just feel know, like I'm kind of past like arranging not, fights. We don't. We we don't like to deal with. But you guys we, for sure look, should for sure do. We don't that, like yeah. liabilities that much, so we about business, so we can take it there. And if you don't, and if if you don't want to get, you don't want that. Then that's only because you don't want to give me a fair one. Either way, you see my, you know. Right. We're gonna leave it. We're gonna keep it in the streets. Other than that. So how much contact did he actually make when he uh, sort of snuck you there? Side of the head. It's all good though. He made my, nigga, my girl hit me harder now, and I'm liking bitches' photos. <laughs> no, right. hey, I'm just saying, man. Okay. Part of the game. How'd you guys end up getting up out of there? Like, what happened? They just left her. Yeah, that's all he wanted to do. He wanted. He, he had a little fat bitch in the back of the Honda. She had a little phone. I didn't notice that until they, after the fact. In the old four Honda, I'm like, oh, I see what you wanted to do. You wanted to tell you, you know, cool. Mm. Get that one. Right. We're going to see you get that one. Uh-huh. So, okay. You're you're trying to turn this into, like, a a... a a fight and not trying to let it turn into some crazy street stuff i'm more so on some yeah i'm gonna protect myself at all times but then again like i told you i'm leaving a business meeting right so end of the day <clears throat> like i told you i want my partners to think i'm a hoodlum and still in the streets which you know which i'm not i got i, I, I got people for that i got my boys for that 
Right. And they're ready. You know, so it's more so like, you know, it's, it's layers to it. You know, so it's more so like keep the, make sure we keep that deal in line. As you can see, the 50 piece is still here. Mm. And then it's more so like, with some niggas in front and they testing my manhood, but if they, if they don't want to fight, then it's like, okay, the nigga just want to slap and go viral. Okay, cool, we're going to get back to that. Right. What was it like having that go viral, of having all these people weighing in and I've having been comments viral about nigga it? my whole life. You sh- we should have been set down. Adam, I'm glad that <laughs> that moved you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we got to get the, the real story out there. But and this is the real deal. The 50 piece is still there. Set it up tonight. <laughs> the 50 piece is here. Suspect. <laughs> hey, come here. Hey, and, and, and it's... And this is my artist right here, oh, TRK. Okay. He got a thirty piece. Well, for we you. got another little if thirty. A nigga, if a nigga, he got, he got, he 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 got thirty on the side. That's how much. That's how serious we is. We got thirty on the side. And that's, well, and, and, side that, and, that, and that, yeah, and that's for his homie that pulled up too. My nigga, however you want to do it, a side better head up, however however they want. Right. It's that serious. Is he bigger than you, or, or nah, you nigga, think you're about even sized? Right. I don't know. I'm just I haven't like right. seen. I, it's, it's hard for me to imagine you Set guys it up tonight. Side. Tonight, man. I don't think we can do it in here. Set it up tonight. You think? But but we live in an era. You know this, where it's very hard to get a a fair fight off. There's not that many AD and China Max situations. Well, if we don't hear, if this is to discuss business, then we can set it up right. If not, like I told you, it's in the streets. So you'd rather do it in the alley than do it like in a boxing ring? No, I'm telling you, we get the rig. Oh, okay. We could do that. Or we we could get in a ring with no gloves on, that mm. type of shit. However, you know, you know, we can do the hood boxing. Right. We can make a ring, nigga. That'd be tight. Yeah, you feel me? Long as it stays, stay safe. You hear me? <laughs> the inhale cannabis is still out. The, the Nate Dog OG is on the way. He didn't stop shit. Right. I hope he can make some money off going viral. Cause you see, we. <laughs> It's more to come. I could have came up here with a hundred piece, but I'm like, nah. Did you did you know much about him before this situation? Who? Suspect. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't been listening to him, trying to figure out what's going on with him. Nah. nah. I, listen, listen. I, I'm not gonna lie. I used to listen to this shit all the time. Yeah, we said he kind of hard. Yeah. Shout out to my nigga Frosty. Man. I don't know. Yeah, shout out Frosty too. When him when hey, he was with Frosty, on, I used to be listening on, to him a lot. Hold on. Yeah. And my thing is, do you know we talking about a rat? Do you know that? This man is on papers. Free, free, free my homie Tanya Red from Pocket Hood, man. We, we, how, how long, how much longer we got talking about him? We gotta call a clubhouse conference about this. We gotta get a verdict. Free Tanya Red, man, from Pocket Hood. Right. One more time. Okay. Well, I don't know nothing about that, but that may be addressed on clubhouse in the near future. I'm guessing. Um, okay. So the boxing match yeah, could man. be a thing. If you gon' if you gonna chase it, chase it right. Chase the right clout if you're gonna chase it. Right. Ain't no smut on me. That's cool. We ain't going out sad though. I tell you that much. He was with his homies, he know that. Watch it again. Nigga dump jump back behind a nigga. I don't know they wasn't strapped to after the fact. Mm-hmm. I would have rushed them niggas if he was on the streets. Niggas know me. I ain't never been no mark. Right. And I never it's, come on. Hey. Come on, Gotta respect it. Come on. So what else uh, you got coming aside from this upcoming uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of duel? Shit. I got a, I got a, uh, I got a UK tour coming up starting in September. Yeah, we going overseas, huh? Cause you know, pretty much UK 
I ain't never been there, so that's something like big to me. You feel me? Right. And that's my first tour, so I feel like that's major to hit the, the first one to be overseas. You feel me? You know who you're gonna be out there with? Myself. Oh, just you? Yeah. Okay. That's dope. Me and my niggas, you see me walking here with? Okay. Fire. I like the the Nate Dog tattoo that you got there. That's a fire ass portrait. I, I got a rehit. Mmm. It didn't even it didn't even look like that at first. There's been it a was, lot of viral like bad. bad tattoos of people's faces lately on uh on the internet, but that one's fucking yeah, tight. I, I had to make sure I went to the <laughs> yeah. right man for this one. Can I you paid. push that down onto the mic actually? Yeah, I'll, I'll be trying to figure out where this shit needs to no, be. No, the foam. Oh, this shit. Yeah, right. there you go. Thanks. But yeah, I had to go get this shit rehit, man. That's dope. I like it. Uh-huh. But He's, yeah, the UK tour coming up and like I told you, we got the uh, Inhale Cannabis and Nate Dog OG. I'm, I'm going to get you some of that shit, too. I need it's that. It's going to be the most fire OG you ever smoked. I promise you that. Really? I said, yeah, that's what that's what I was there doing, looking at the grow. That shit got, it's three weeks left. Mm. So I'm going to go, in, in three, th about three weeks, I'm going to go check it out. It'll be done, and we work on the packaging and shit like that. I mean, you and, seem very serious about weed, so yeah, I trust you. For sure. And shout out to the Cure Company, man. Those are my new partners that we closing this deal with, and I uh, appreciate them for doing business with me. No doubt. That's real. So in terms of music, you got a new project dropping soon or you got anything that we should look uh, out for in that likely, regard? I got a lot of shit. Just in the clip. Um, I got the next episode records. That's my record label. Mm -hmm. uh, my artist, King Cali Dro, he hot out of Long Beach. Um, so we, gonna, we got him coming out. And my nigga that just came with a 30 piece on the side, that's my nigga TRK. Mm. That stands for the real kind. And um, he hot, he got some shit coming out too. And we we just getting shit rolling, man. We outside, we, you know, it's the summertime coming up. I got my next single with my nigga Doggy Style. And I don't know if you heard of CNG, but he a hot uh, Hispanic artist that's really putting on for his culture. And that's really the West Coast. So mm. I'm really pushing this real shit, being at uh, I'm the young generation and shit. You know, it's it's the prince of the West Side. That's really what, what time it is, you know? You gotta tap in with that Mexican market. Yeah, you got to. Them, I don't know if you've been to shows, but them is the people that's really buying tickets when you're saying Facts. something about the West Coast. Mm. So I'm, uh, I'm feeding the people that's, that's feeding me, and I'm showing the people love that love me. You know. Hundred percent. Um. All right. Anybody you want to thank? Anything else that people need to know? I mean, you, man. Uh, shout out to you know, no jumper, the platform. You know, appreciate you for having me. The fifty pieces still on the table. The thirty pieces there on the side. I'll hold that um, so that we can make sure it happens. Uh, we gonna take that, but you can let me. <laughs> it, it ain't, it ain't going nowhere. You feel okay, me? fair enough. We, we, but we about business on this side, man. All right. And um, yeah, we, we, you know, and that's all it is. And we gonna stick to the business. Mm. And we gonna keep making these records. And we gonna um, we outside, like I said, it's summertime. Hundred percent. And hey, rest in peace, Nate Dog. Come on, man. Gotta say that. Love. For Love. sure. Legendary. Inhale. Appreciate you coming through, man. Already know. No jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, and Instagram. Like, comment, and subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. 50 pieces on the table. Hey. Hey. Talk to him.